How is everybody doing today? I hope we're having a good day today. I hope that everybody uh, had a fabulous evening. I had a fabulous evening uh, last night and having another good day today. We are going to uh, uh, review a young lady's video. Her name is Alana Melissa. I was sent this video a while back. Um, it's, it is from about a year ago. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's from about six months ago, from November 10th of 2021. And she says she is calling it now. Uh, hey slash fat acceptance is racist. And I absolutely 100% agree. I've said it for a long time that when, uh, when the fat acceptance community tries to call somebody racist for not, you know, being down with, you know, their idea of obesity being healthy, they call them racist. And that in of itself is racist. Like their, their, their logic to it is racist in of itself because they say that it means it is the whatever of black fat women. Uh, and to me, it makes it seem like you are stating that all black women are racist or all black women are fat and all black women are, you know, it's, it's like this, painting of a wide range brush of something that I find to be just kind of, I don't know, fucked up. Uh, it is what our society does though. They fucking, uh, they tend to take an issue and they try to find how it can hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that. You know, life sucks. Maybe some of you should buy helmets, uh, because it sounds to me like you are tender and the slightest little bump on your little noggin is going to fuck you up. But we need to like start getting to the point where people can fucking say shit without everybody thinking that all of a sudden the person is some sort of ist, you know? Uh, so it is a very, uh, I, I've watched this video before, so it's not going to be quite the blind reaction I normally like doing, but I found it super interesting. And I just thought that she deserves a little credit. Now, I will say this. I have not watched all of her content. Um, and to those of you out there, by the way, to those of you out there that think that when anybody online refers to anybody uh, in a video, for whatever reason, they are talking about one particular video, they are not co-signing everything the person has ever said or the person will ever say. I personally don't even co-sign half the shit I said at the very fucking beginning because my thoughts have evolved. I have learned. I have educated myself. I have read studies. I have done my own research. I have done my own work. I try, I tend to try to grow as an intellectual and person. And therefore some of the fuck shit I thought before, how, you, I mean, I, I at one point in time said, if you do not count your calories, you are not serious about weight loss. I have evolved that to the point where if you do not learn from the calorie counter to in fact, understand what is in the food yourself. So you then no longer need the calorie counter. You are not serious about your weight loss. If you get to the stage where you need to lose a lot of weight, you don't know anything about, about food, calorie counting and using a calorie counter can be very effective. It is not an exact science. There is many things about it that are just guesstimates. You guess how much is in the, how much food you're actually taking, unless you're weighing out every gram. And then you get like, it's a guess just based on the averageness of the, of each item. No two four ounce chicken breasts have the exact same nutritional quantities to them. You know, it's things like that. So you should be using that as a tool to teach yourself. I digress, though. That is just one of the things I've evolved on. I've also evolved on bariatric surgery. Bariatric surgery, I used to believe, was just for people that wanted to take the lazy way out. I have met people that needed, absolutely fucking needed, 
to take to get bariatric surgery to save their lives. I just think it is also being it's going to be pushed a lot coming up here soon. And it's even being pushed towards children. It's fucking ridiculous. It's incredibly sad. Incredibly, incredibly sad. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where I just I think we need to fucking uh, be rational and open minded about things. We need to make sure we understand, like, what is being said. And for most most of the time, we need to approach things from, you know, a standpoint of, you know, you looking at things where it's a learning experience. We try to learn the most about it. I think that the people that are definitively trying to make uh, fat acceptance seem like if you like it, fat acceptance is always associated with homophobia and it's, it's associated with racism. It is disgusting, you fat fucks, for you to steal the plight of other people. I mean, I find it grotesque. You are horrible people. There is actual racism that goes on. You being some fucking fat white woman sitting in a fucking, you know, sitting someplace and calling somebody a racist because they called you fat is in fact privilege. That is you being racist and you being privileged. Like you, if you are a fat white woman or even a fat black woman calling somebody racist because they said that being fat is unhealthy for you, that is in fact diminishing actual racism. You are actually hurting people that go through bias due to racism. People that associate it with homophobia, you, in fact, are fucked up. Fucked up, fucked up. I mean, you are stealing the people, the, the actual discrimination that people face for your own fucking cause because you do not want to take personal responsibility for you. That's fucking it. So... Um, and by the way, I just wanted to give my little disclaimer that I normally give at the beginning of all these things. If you are, in fact, butthurt by the word fuck or swearing or something like that or some angry, bald man screaming at the camera, um, please know that I said fuck off and leave. Um, I mean, I just I, I don't have time for that bullshit. I don't like if if like it's a, it's a guaranteed we're not even going to entertain it in the comment section type bullshit. OK, so I'm going to say hi to everybody real quick and I want to go. Uh, Thorman, I swear the haze, uh, haze fools come up with the strangest takes. I really fucking believe it. Uh, I bleached my hair last night, and to redo my pink hair, I burned out so much of it, so I shaved my head. That is fucking amazing. Good for you. Also, you're up to 120 pounds. I know you were trying to gain weight. I remember I remember reading that before. Congratulations. I hope you're feeling better. And just rock the bald head. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Uh, I really hope the movement will fade back into obscurity. It will not. It will not. I'm let, I, I, I just want everybody to understand that. Fat acceptance has gone mainstream. You know, it, it, it is here to fucking stay unless we avidly do something about it. It has gone mainstream. It, the problem we have that we have reached right now is that people are so into their fucking fifis that nobody can tell them that they're fucked up in any way at all. Any way without it being considered some sort of fucking shaming. Shaming. To sell, tell somebody that they need to lose weight because they are indeed fat as fuck is somehow shaming them. No, that's a fucking fact. It's reality, you fucking weirdos. Uh, it is not. It is not going anywhere. They're fucking. They're going to promote it as much as possible. And by by I mean they, I mean mainstream media, TV, social media, people that make money from advertising dollars for things like Pizza Hut, McDonald's, and Burger King, and highly palatable processed foods and sugars and soda drinks, and the pharmaceutical drugs that take care of all the issues that arise from indeed gorging yourself on all those previous foods that I just mentioned. 
That is, that is why it is not going to go away. It is going to just keep getting pushed. You can look at the fucking actual like comment section and uh, reviews on things like this Lizzo Big Girls thing. People do not want this. Like the average person thinks it's fucked up. They're going to keep pushing that shit. They're going to keep pushing that shit for the people that buy into it. And then those people that buy into it, it become more and more and more normalized. That's what's happening. We have made it, we have gotten to the point where the average weight of the average male has gone up 20 pounds in the last like fucking 15 years. That's insane. That is fuck. That is weight gain that we cannot fucking sustain. The average male, the average male is just a fat fuck, a fat, lazy, sloppy fuck. That is, that is the truth. They have low muscle mass, low testosterone because of how they eat and how they move their body. They have low ambition and low fucking self-esteem. The average male is just some fat fuck. That's it. That's the average male right now. The average woman is indeed obese. The average woman, more, there are more, there are more women that are obese than people that are just overweight. I mean, like it, it is insane for people to not realize this. Obesity statistically is almost impossible to be, not be over 50%. Obese, obese. That's in fucking sane, people. That's in. That's crazy talk. So much, so much. Anyway, Artemis, how you doing? Janet, Zoe, Nicoletta, Elk, Brian, Daryl, Vexed, Casey, how you doing, Casey? Uh, Subhine, Karina, uh, Bethany Blankenship, April, Courtney, Chris, Christine, Sky, Shy Shy, Dr. Beast, Stephanie, we got a lot of people. What's up, all you motherfuckers? Pure mystic, least interested, least least interesting woman in the world. I love the fucking title. I love the name. Kimberly, Captain Puffs, Stephanie, Cherry, Jarella, how you doing? Uh, here almost every day. I appreciate it. Anna Lindstrom, Sunny, uh, and that's Alan. I have a question. If if we take your no morbidity product, would the decrease in hunger affect consumption of protein? What trying to gain muscle and what like that would depend on what you would eat. I mean, I, 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 I take it and I eat, but I eat mostly protein because I am just not that hungry for any, for anything else. It would not it, like it, the actual supplement itself, which is basically four patented ingredients, uh, slimalunathinogen, garcitrin and KSM 66. They don't actually affect what you put in your mouth. They don't affect the, the quality, the content of the food that you actually still ingest. You know, they, they, th that's up to you. They, they really don't, they don't. They don't affect the, they don't affect the amount of, uh, the, your pro your protein consumption. You affect that. It is designed to help people get control of their habits so they can get away from the processed, ultra processed foods, those sorts of things. So they can control their hunger and not be hungry. So they can eat to nourish their body. It is, it is not meant, it is not meant to completely stop you from eating. That would be fucking insane. I would never do that. I would never suggest that when people get our coaching, which by the way, here's, here's for coaching. Here's the link for 30 minute consultation and for our coaching link. But when people get that, it is literally, I mean, we put, we put kind of a, a basement, like we give them a caloric range. We say, don't eat under these calories in a given day because we don't want you to bounce back and get hungrier. Um, and even I would suggest that just because you need basic nutrition and your basic nutrition, you need amino acids and fatty acids. I, if you want to cut out every single fucking carbohydrate you take, I would suggest you take in some green vegetables, maybe some broccoli, some peas, some green beans, some stuff like that. 
every given day to get some fiber in you and get the phyto and micronutrients that you need alongside of a good micro, uh, a good uh, multivitamin. Uh, MTS Immortal is amazing because it has not only that, but it has probiotics, all sorts of stuff. I'll be talking more about that here coming up very much, very, very close in the future. However, um, you still need to fucking eat food. And I would suggest you stick to the essentials, especially if you have completely diminished hunger. Like I personally... I have been eating very, very, very minimal ca- uh, minimal calories the last couple of days because I am not only on no morbidity, but I am on ember and I'm also on uh, uh, berberine. So I have no hunger. I am just not fucking hungry at all. I have no cravings, no hunger, no nothing. We're actually testing this as a stack. It's called the Beyond Willpower stack. Most morbidly obese people should not take this. That Most morbidly obese people, I'm going to say this right now, Likely should not take Ember. It is a high stim. I take a half tablet in the morning to wake myself up instead of my coffee now. Uh, and I just sip on a little bit of coffee, maybe a, a couple hours after that. And then I take another half tablet plus the capsules of mental jewels as my pre-workout because it is, again, a high stim. Uh, but I am just not hungry at all. I have no fucking hunger whatsoever. I, have, I drink water. And uh, yesterday I had about uh, 14 ounces of steak, bro- some broccoli, like three cups of, or two, two or three cups of steamed broccoli. And a double scoop of ambrosia, uh, banana peanut butter, uh, protein powder, which is just fucking delicious. But that was the entirety of what I ate yesterday, about 1500 calories. So, uh, and today I'll probably try to push it to the point where I'm, today I think I'm going to do, uh, uh, cheeseburgers without the bun, like gourmet cheeseburgers without the bun. I'm going to make up a nice spicy, uh, burger patties, do them in the pan. Uh, I like doing it that way because I get to render the fat. And then I keep the fat to cook other stuff in. Uh, and then I'll probably have uh, some more planta tonight. And that, that, that'll be my treat again. But I just, I'm not hungry at all. So you still need to watch what you eat. You still need to eat for nutrition. I've taken, immor- I've taken uh, Immortal today. I've taken 10,000 IUs of vitamin D today. Uh, what else have I taken? I've taken my berberine. I took some Yohembine just to help, help mobilize some fat. Uh, and that has a, that's a mild stimulant also too. Uh, and I got to watch the stimulants cause I'm fucking crazy to begin with all you motherfuckers know this. Right. Um, and I've taken a few other things. I'm going to go over my whole daily regimen at some point in time, probably next week, uh, including the workouts I do. I've worked out for about 40 minutes today on the suspension system training. Very seriously. There's probably a total of, uh, you know, in the 40 minutes, there's honestly probably a total of something like, uh, like two minutes of rest in the entire 40 minutes. It's all go all the time. Yesterday I did a hit style training class, a strength fusion class that my wife taught a bunch of people right in this room back here, right in our studio. Um, and they, she taught it live, which by the way, you do get access to the live and pre-recorded classes that my wife does because she is a fucking genius when it comes to training, everything like that. Um, you get access to those uh, when you get a consultation for a month or you join the app uh, or you're a client. Um, she was just walking with some people earlier on today. She, uh, I mean, the, the treadmill, oh, we pulled the treadmill back in the other room, but she goes walking with people a couple times a week. She teaches a Bozu class. The Bozu's right over here. She teaches a Bozu class once or twice a week. Uh, so high value comes, comes with joining the app, getting a consultation and also, uh, becoming one of our clients. Um, but no, you need to eat food. So I'll be going over all that before too long. Fat acceptance, death cult. Absolutely. Moving slowly towards the movie, Idiot, uh, Idioc- it's, I think you're talking Idiocracy. And we really are fucking very close to it. Anyway, Alan, thanks for doing these lives. Really helpful. Still no pickles. You're welcome. I don't know why your name is still no pickles. But anyway, welcome to Noteville. It's important to know what, uh, what something like a cup of rice or three ounces of beef look like. It very much is. That is an important thing. You should have that information in your head, too, because then how are you going to make decisions when you go out, you know? 
uh, it's offensive to think that race can be uh, also be a certain shape, whether uh, it's healthy or not. That's what I'm saying. Like it implies that that all black women are fat. It's so fucking crazy. Um, yes, I love this. Why do people think that they aren't allowed that that we aren't allowed to change our mindset? That's fucking important. I apologize for grammar rules. No fucking problem. The whole moment gets gross all the time. There, it's horrible. I mean, I'm I'm talking. It's fucking horrible. Like the fat acceptance movement, they're horrible, horrible people. Like if you have ever told somebody that they're just fat phobic and that's why they don't want to fucking sleep with you. I mean, that's fucking crazy. That's rapey as fuck. That's predatory behavior. I mean, I see it all the goddamn time right now. If you don't want to sleep with fat people, that's not a preference. It's, it's bias. Fuck you. But call, call it whatever the fuck you want. I mean, uh, that, that, you know, if you, if somebody don't want to sleep with you, shaming them, is super creepy for whatever reason, if they don't want to sleep with you or anybody built like you or something like that, shaming them about it is in fact super fucking creepy. First of all, it sounds needy as fuck. You sound weak as fuck. But secondly, that is super, 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 super fucking creepy. Anyway, uh, Michelle McDonald said something similar. They always associate fatness with blackness, uh, especially for black women. Fat, fat black women are dying at higher rates of obesity related diseases. Exactly. Fucking crazy. Thank you for drinking more water. Thank you. You're very. I'm so excited for you to cover this video. As a white woman, I'm embarrassed that these women are trying to play the race card. No shit. Uh, fat girl fitness. Hey, on. I've been watching you for some time now, and I'm taking your advice. I've lost six, 46 pounds so far. That's a fucking hero right there. Bam. Proud of myself and everyone crushing their fitness goals. Great fucking job. Great fucking job. Thank you very much um, uh, for, for, for signing in. Great fucking job. That's out fucking standing. Evening, how are you doing? Foodie Beauty just flew to Cuba without any fat phobia, uh, phobia on the plane. I don't fucking watch her. I, mean, I, I did that fucking one video about her. I can't fucking stomach that shit. Under 200 pounds now after seven years. So happy and proud. Jenna, that's fucking amazing. That's a hero also right there. Very fucking awesome. Uh, I'm so proud I drank. I drank. I'm so proud of myself. I drank one liter of Coda a day. And, and what, what the fuck? Oh, you're proud of that? I hope there's a second part of that. I hope there's a second part of that. I really do. Hi, Alan. Uh, long time no see. Nifferidi. Uh, uh, anyway, haven't tuned in a while. I'm glad you're back. Thank you very much. Glad I'm here to have a reality check of the day. Very good. Very good. Very good. I'm going to scroll down a little bit. All right, guys. Wow. 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 Lots of fucking people. Anyway, hit. thank you for what you do. My battle is with the food, bro. Sometimes I win. Most of the, uh, most of the time, I'm not. Well, Dev, Dev Woos, first of all, thank you for the tip. But secondly, uh, you know, just I, I I would I would highly suggest focus on your hydration, focus on stressfully, focus on getting good sleep. Try to eat whole foods, whole foods. Try to eat whole foods. Taste anything that tastes sweet. Put off into the evening. So even if you have a sweet potato, that would be your dessert. A sweet potato, a pre-roasted sweet potato with the skin peeled off, and then you uh, put maybe a little slab of butter on it and a little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon. It tastes just like sweet potato pie filling. And you can use that as your dessert in the evening. It's healthy for you. Those sorts of things. So those, those, that's, that's the stuff we try to profess with our coaching. So if you're still having trouble with your food behaviors, we can help you or you can get a consultation. But thank you for the tip. I appreciate you very, very, very much. And scrolling down, scrolling down. There's another one. Jeez. Thank you very much again. Hey, Alan, I'm obese. Uh, I've, tried many, I've tried many diets, including fasting for up to five days at once. That's crazy shit. But it used to give me uh, gastric reflux. I'm now eating, eating three meals a week. And got down to BM, uh, got down to BMI overweight. I feel happy. Three meals a week. I don't know how people do that. Uh, my my biggest concern is making sure you're staying hydrated enough. And when you on the days that you are not actually ingesting food, 
I would wonder what you're taking in. I hope you're taking in some electrolytes and some a multivitamin at least, something. Because uh, that to me sounds a little little sketch because here's my thing. What are you going to do when you have lost all the weight? Like how are you going to eat? So if you have to increase your eating cycle, you're going to break the habit that you're in right now that is getting you to the healthy weight. So that's why people a lot of times regain. That's why it's a diet. That's what sounds like what you're on. If you could try to find a way just to minimize the calories out. Now, don't get me wrong. If you want to do eat every 36 hours or something like that, and that becomes the habit, uh, habitual lifestyle you can stay in, and you can then just increase the food up a little bit and maintain a healthier weight, that's great. But just be careful because how you eat now is how you are going to have to eat forever once you get to the weight that, that you end, end up at homeostasis at. That is the thing that people don't understand about diets. Diets are a temporary inflation of caloric expenditure and a, a temporary restriction uh, of caloric intake. The idea is, is that you should find a lifestyle that does that for you that would get you to the healthy weight that you want to be at or the athletic level or whatever you want to be at and just kind of stay there. Restricting uh, calories in a temporary fashion and then going back to your old eating habits excuse me, is always going to result with you gaining weight back because you went back to your old habits. So I just want to check to see if I had any more of those. Here we go. I wonder what was going on with that concept. Japanese first. Okay. Anyway, here we go. Uh, current, and we are going to get to this young lady's video. And I found this video amazing. I really, I really, I enjoyed, I enjoyed her thought process. This is, this is not just, uh, somebody just spouting off. I really, I really, I was very, very, very impressed. Uh, so like that, boom. And I gotta make sure I did it right. I fucking hate when I do that. Mm -mm -mm. Sound, Chrome tab, calling it now. Boom, here we go, okay. Good, good, good. And her name is, you should go, you should go subscribe. Uh, as a matter of fact, give me a second. Her name is Alana Melissa, and I am going to That is her channel. You should go follow her. Uh, and, I, and I am not saying that I agree with everything she's going to say. I don't even know because uh, I have not watched the rest of her videos. But I can say that I found this video to be incredibly well thought out. Uh, just, just incredibly, incredibly well thought out. Here we go. Hi, guys. Welcome back to my channel. So it's been a while since I have filmed. You guys have probably seen me about a week or two ago with my homelessness reform video. But... Um, that video was pre-recorded, um, so it's actually been a little over a month since I've sat down in front of the camera. So I thought I would get a little dolled up for you guys. I'm trying to give you guys, like, old Hollywood starlet glamour, sort of like 1960s era with the colors, and that's right, if you see me. Um, but there is a lot to talk about today, and it is a heavier topic. Not as heavy as homelessness, but it's a heavy topic on, like, more of a social level. So if you read the title, then you know exactly why you're here. You know exactly why you clicked. I do believe that H-A-E-S slash bad acceptance, the whole movement in general, is racist. And I'm going... I agree. I 100% agree. To spend the time that I have here explaining myself and sort of explaining why I feel like it's. The 
recorded. Um, so it's actually is that better? a little over a month since I've sat down in front of a camera. So I thought I would get all dolled up for you guys. I'm trying to give you guys like old Hollywood starlet glamour, kind of like 1960s era with the colors and the stripes. You see me. Um, but there is a lot to talk about today, and it is a heavier topic. Not as heavy as homelessness, but it's a heavy topic on like more of a social level. So if you read the title, then you know exactly why you're here. You know exactly why you clicked. I do believe that HAES slash fat acceptance, the whole movement in general, is racist. And I'm I completely, completely, completely agree. I completely would agree with her. I really, I'm in, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's completely racist. And somebody, somebody just commented something. I want to make sure. I'm a black woman. I don't mind you cussing people out. It works. I lost 50 pounds a year. Awesome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good well, for, good job also. I'm here explaining myself and sort of explaining why I feel like it's, built against black people um and there's a lot to talk about when it comes to that there's a lot of areas i'm going to be hitting so i will have this video in chapters and i will be leaving links um and screenshots to my findings a lot of it does involve social media because i recently discovered these communities via reddit and um places like instagram and tumblr and stuff like that now i did allude to me believing that haes is racist in a previous video that i did and it's this video right here where i describe why i don't identify myself as a plus size blogger instead i'm just a blogger that just so happens to be plus size and since i made that video i have discovered a lot more that it which which to be real that's what it should be like the very second like i'm 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 not like i'm not a a, a bald male like vlogger or youtuber i'm not even a fitness youtuber i i i kind of go along the lines of like that's one of the reasons why i changed the name of the channel from every damn day fitness to alan roberts because fitness was in the name and I just want to be able to fucking say what I want to fucking say. Now, YouTube, of course, doesn't allow me to say most of what I want to fucking say because they are very much slanted on one side. And there is a lot of shit I could say that I'm 100% right about that a lot of people don't like to hear. However, uh, I am Alan Roberts. I am not a fitness guy or anything like that. I'm just a fucking dude. I'm a rant YouTuber, whatever. I mean, like, I get what you're saying. But uh, half, of, half of them aren't rants. Half of them are just me having conversations. Um, and I just talk very loud. It has helped to solidify how I feel about this movement. At that time that I made that video, which is, I believe, about a half a year ago or maybe a year ago, I'm not sure. But when I made that video, I had a hunch that the movement was racist. And it. the more I look into it, the more I found different people and I found different supporters of this movement, the more I do believe that it is covert racism. So for those of you who are just now discovering me and my channel, hello, my name is Alana Melissa. I post lifestyle videos here on YouTube. And you can also find me on Instagram, also at Alana Melissa. Feel free to subscribe. Feel free to follow my Instagram. Um, it's pretty fun time. Go follow her on Instagram. Go follow her. Uh, go follow her YouTube channel for real. Time we talk about a lot of shit here, so we're gonna dive right into it. Sorry, I'm a little windy. Because here's the thing: even if you don't agree with everything somebody says, that's actually a good fucking thing. I mean, I just want to talk about that for a second. That's a very good thing for you to expose yourself to shit you don't agree with, or you don't like to hear, or that maybe like maybe will stretch your fucking thought process a little bit. That's a positive thing, people. I mean, we have reached a state in society where, like, the the voices the, the voices of dissension, uh, also known as facts most of the time nowadays, but voices that speak of dissension slash facts, um, you know, they're, they people just want to silence them. Like when they were trying to fucking just deplatform Joe Rogan for having doctors on there who have been who are now proven right. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, it's so fucking crazy. Like. If you are that close in your fuck, like if you're that closed off in your brain, you are in fact a stupid fuck. You should listen more than anybody, you know? It, it really has been a while since I have sat to film. I've had a lot going on. 
uh, for the month of October. There's a lot of family issues, a lot of personal issues, work-related issues. And I, I hope she's worked those out. So I did take time off on purpose, but I took more time than I wanted to because of all the interpersonal issues that I've had going on around me. But I got notes. So the original video is sort of like the prerequisite to this video. Consider this like the college course on the things that go on in my mind. And that's the prereq. And this is the higher up class. This is like the 201, not the 101. So I'm going to read you guys the premise that I have on fat acceptance. Who tried to deplatform Rogan? The fucking world. Twitter. Facebook. Fucking the mainstream media. <laughs> like fucking everybody. And Hayes, like I really have notes here. Like it's, it's legitimate notes. HAES <laughs> is racist because it provides black and brown communities a false sense of security on a subject that is detrimental to their survival and their livelihood. It ignores the Yes. Various forms of institutionalized racism, such as redlining, food deserts, corporate glass ceilings, urban marketing, and urban planning. I will be targeting each of these notes. Uh, in the midst of all these problems, HAES tries to get people to believe that they are naturally bigger and not a product of the combination of institutionalized racism and personal neglect. Instead of advocating for healthier lifestyles and combating the previously mentioned issues, HAES supports blatant gluttony, lack of physical fitness, and irrational behavior and logic. So that is my thesis. That's my general thesis on this topic. And that is how I feel put out in the most eloquent uh, educational way that I can manage to write it out. Now, I'm going to be targeting all the... I agree with a good, por uh, like a good, good, good portion of that. Um, because I do believe that it's been institutionalized that in it's like... As long as you avoid the issue, that the actual issue is the consumption. Now, I do like it that she is going to talk about like how we uh, how we how we you know, do not actually provide healthy food for many, 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 especially inner inner city black youth. I find it kind of crazy though, because the one thing when we talk about food deserts, food deserts are oftentimes spoken about for uh, uh, for inner city people when in fact it's like thirty fucking miles to most grocery stores when you live rurally. But uh, even then, it's a matter of growing food, that sort of thing. Points that I made in that thesis, I'm going to be breaking things down. I'm going to be sharing government links and stuff like that. I've sped up her speech to 1.5 speed. Um, because I worked really hard on this, and I worked really hard to compile the research for what I have to present today. If you look on a variety of different uh, census re uh, websites and government findings, the vast majority of Black women living in America are either overweight or obese. So 80% of Black American women are either overweight or obese, and 56% are categorized as obese, and that is compared to 37% of white women. Now, in this video, I'm not going to be talking a lot about men. I, just I would I would argue that those are old statistics. I would argue it's higher than that right now. I, I, I would I would argue very much it's higher than that. You have a portion of the video that is going to be dedicated towards men, but the reason why I'm focusing on women first is because women are the louder voices in this movement, and it's sort of been hijacked by women, um, especially white women. Moving on, black girls. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Age 6 to 11 are 24% obese compared to 10% of white girls. And once you reach high school, that number um, settles at around 20%. And that is one fifth. Okay, if you guys are thinking 20%, what, that's one fifth of all black girls in America, all black teenage girls in America. That is very high. So when we think about the impact of obesity, um, despite what the people from Hayes try to say, and I will, I will address that in a second, obesity increases your risk of a variety of diseases, and that includes heart disease, diabetes, fatty liver, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and atherosclerosis. And it's rapidly increasing among Black people in America and even across Africa, as well as parts of the rest of the world, such as um, the UK, South America, the Caribbean especially. It's a lot bigger than just food deserts, right? Because I think when we think of HAES, a lot of people complain about living among food deserts, and it's a lot bigger than that. Again, I think it's cultural, and I think it's educational. So there are. Yes, it is. I, uh, I, I she's fucking amazing. 
amazing, amazing so far. And like I said, she could say some fuck shit here in a couple of minutes. I, I don't remember the whole thing, but she is absolutely amazing and absolutely right. Cause it is not just about food deserts. If you have a culture that accepts obesity, if you have a cultural, like uh, the American culture, not only accepts it, but like right now they're tr- like, they're trying to push Lizzo on us. Like, I'm sorry, Lizzo's fat as fuck. She's not healthy. I don't give a fuck what any of you say. I, I mean, she is not healthy. Period. She can be pretty all she, all she wants. You guys can find her sexy. I don't, but you guys can find her fucking sexy. And I don't find her, it's not that I don't find her attractive because of her co- skin color. I find her unattractive because she is a glutton openly. I find that I find that type of mental fucking illness that she then propagates into somehow saying that it's just because she's a big girl and she's that bitch. You are not that bitch. If you, I mean, you, you are not because you are weak. Otherwise, you would control yourself and be healthy. You would not hurt yourself. It's fucking crazy. A lot of different ways to target this issue. And I have always been someone that believes that a lot of things in life are multifaceted. As in, you can't just attack things from one straight on point. You have to look at them from different angles because Absolutely. problems are bigger than they present themselves. Unintended. When you look at a timeline, the obesity rates, especially for African-Americans, have skyrocketed since the late 1980s into the mid-1990s, and it has only gotten worse and worse and worse. We have not rolled back. We have not figured out how to treat the obesity uh, and, and pandemic, epidemic, whatever you I would also like to point out that that is right about the time that ultra-palatable processed foods became a very, very big thing. Right about the time when it skyrocketed like that, your genes didn't fucking change. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's, it's genetics. No, it's fucking not. Your genes did not fucking change at all. Uh, like at all, at, at all whatsoever. Your genes did not fucking change. Uh, we, we did not genetically all of a sudden mutate into a fucking different species. You want to call it. African-Americans are 20% less likely than their white counterparts to engage in active physical activity. So when we say active physical activity, we mean um, actively going to the gym, taking walks, bike riding, hiking, engaging in intense physical activity. We are 20% less likely to do that. And there are a lot of different reasons as to why we are less likely to do these things. A lot of people, uh, a lot of black people have complained that there is a safety issue when it comes to being in, your, uh, in different neighborhoods. And, you know, a lot of people have this social fear of being profiled because you are darker skin. And it is a very real fear. I don't, I don't think we would have gone through as many um, intense race relations as we have as a country if this was not a real fear. And it's sad. It's actually Hollywood. I agree. Glamour, kind of like 1960. Oops. Pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it. African-American. I do agree with that. I mean, there, 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 like a huge portion of that is there has been, and I will say this. I mean, I, I grew up at a time when I was when I was in Pittsburgh in the suburbs of Pittsburgh, and this is just I'm going to be very real. And if anybody that I went to high school with is watching, you can attest to this, okay? But I was the captain of the track team. I was a pole vaulter when I was in high school, and I don't talk about my past way, way, way a whole lot. But most of my friends were. Uh, I mean, it was very diverse because I was in athletics and I'm sorry, but back then that, that was like a way out of poverty for many, uh, minority people. I, all my, you know, I, I, I was raised not to like, you don't even describe people by black or white. You just like this guy over here, this guy over there. I, I just didn't. And then in the military, it's the same way. So I don't, I, it, to me was always strange and I didn't even really realize it until I started visiting the houses of people I was on the track team with and they literally lived in what was called the patch and it was started where it was the patch of black and it was literally next to the fucking railroad crossing was this neighborhood that they called the patch and it was just like 
uh, a bunch of homes that they literally, uh, there was the only area that black people in like the 60s and 50s and 60s, it's the only area that they would give people mortgages for if they were black. So it is absolutely 100% true. 100% true. I will point out though, that there are more, uh, percentage-wise, there are more black millionaires in America than there are white. And the problem with the black community right now, one of the problems, and I'm, I'm not an expert in this, I'm just, this is just my opinion. They have a lot of rich, there's, there's rich black people that don't invest back into their fucking communities that they grew up from. You know, like, I mean, I see a lot of country people. Like I, I follow this one guy, uh, this one singer, uh, uh, Ryan Upchurch. I think he's amazing country singer, rapper, everything like that. He lives in the fucking county he grew up in and invests money in his fucking county, even though he's worth millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. You don't see Dr. Dre living where he fucking grew up. You don't see fucking Jay-Z or any of those people uh, uh, living where they grew up. And I think that's a big fucking problem because these people could fucking change the, the, these neighborhoods for where they grew up. They could go in and they could fucking... Uh, they could change the, the lives and the futures of many people just by investing in the communities that they grew up in, you know? And to me, that's, that's just a very big miss that our society does. People in our society are greedy as fuck. They get rich and they move out of where they fucking came from and they forget about the fucking struggle that they had getting out of the fucking, getting out of there. They fucking leave it as quickly as possible. And that is fucked up to me. Uh, that, that, that to me is something that's very fucked up and that's not a cultural thing that fucking, uh, that that make that makes it very that that's not just just for black people or anything like that. That very much is for everybody. Uh, I I feel that I see that everybody just, just can't wait to fucking get off their fucking uh, get get out of their fucking area. You know, some hoods you just can't stay in. Maybe not, but maybe they could hire. Maybe they could do whatever they could do to fucking help enrich it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Are twenty percent less likely than their white counterparts to engage in active physical activity. So when we say active physical activity, we mean um, actively going to the gym, taking walks, bike riding, hiking, engaging in intense physical activity. We are twenty percent. Just real quick. And I want to say this: I'm not disagreeing, but that doesn't mean they need to forget about it. Maybe they need to move out because they do have money and they're the only person who has money, and it might be a problem for them. I, I understand that. However, that doesn't mean they need to forget about it. That means they can still invest in where they came from. You know, like. Uh, like I I I'm 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 I've put down my roots in Florida. I I I will do anything I can to fucking help the communities that I that we fucking live in. Like Crystal and I plan on living like living living kind of uh, finding a small town in Florida to live in and, and and staying there for fucking ever. You know, investing in that local community, spending our money in that local community, doing whatever we can. We're gonna put down roots there. You know, I can't do Pittsburgh because uh, for real, like I I would never fucking trust a place that mandated people fucking get put from from hospitals back into fucking nursing homes when they were contagious or something. But anyway, that's a whole other different story. We'll talk about it sometime. Less likely to do that. And there are a lot of different reasons as to why we are less likely to do these things. A lot of people, uh, a lot of black people have complained that there is a safety issue when it comes to walking in, your, uh, in different neighborhoods. And, you know, a lot of people have this social fear of being profiled because you are darker skinned. And and Casey, I understand that for the average person too. Like you've lived in Manhattan, you couldn't wait to get out. I understand that. We're going to move on because I mean, this lady's this this lady's uh, conversation is very very good. And I want to get to this, okay? Because it's about fat acceptance. I understand what you're saying, but I'm talking about people that make hundreds of millions of fucking dollars all of a sudden forget where they fucking came from. You know, hundreds of millions of fucking dollars. You know.
and it is a very real fear. I don't, th I don't think we would have gone through as many um, intense race relations as we have as a country if this was not a real fear. And it's sad. It's actually sad to think about it like that. But I don't want that to be an excuse as to why we're not being active because there are different ways to be active. You know, home workouts exist and gyms exist. And absolutely. I think we are giving ourselves too many excuses, but I'm, I will get to that in a second. Um, there's, there's so much to break down. So forgive me if this is a long video. When it comes to our weight and when it comes to just being a bigger person in general, because I'm speaking from experience, hello, like y'all can see me. Um, this is not an issue of death. It's not an issue of the fact that we're going to die. Everyone is going to die. If there's one guarantee that we have in life, it's that we're all going to die. But this is an issue of premature death and the quality of life. What is the point? If you can prevent, in my opinion, if you can prevent um, being immobile, if you can prevent having to depend on a bunch of people around you, what is the point of getting to that point? You know, like what, what is the whole, it doesn't make sense to me. And I am a very pragmatic person and it took me years to realize that pragmatism extends past your logic and it should extend into what you do in your day, but it just doesn't seem efficient to me. You know, doing whatever you want um, without regard and getting to a point where your body literally cannot move itself without someone else's help, someone who's a lot more physically fit. It just seems like it's, it's made to hurt. It's, it's misinformation and it's almost on purpose in my opinion. I am not saying- I agree with that. I, I, I agree that there is a, a massive amount of misinformation that's making it appear that being obese is not, in fact, deadly. That is, that is not, in fact, a burden on our society. I absolutely agree. People need to understand the people that make the most – like, when you're obese, you consume. You consume. The sound is really – she sounds uh, it's really low. There's nothing I can do about it. That's how she's talking, and it's, up, it's maxed up. But the – I mean, it, they want you to consume. Then you consume more pharma. If you consume more food, you consume more fuel, you consume more pharma, it's consumption. These people make money off of this. They're not going to try to fucking stop you. They're going to encourage it. Saying that you can't be fat and active, you know? And listen, you could be 400 pounds and you can somehow make it to live past 70 years. But again, what's the point if you're fully dependent on other people and... That's very, very, very rare. And if you're 400 pounds... If, if you're 300 pounds when you're 20, you're not going to make 70. Fucking, you're not... It's not happening. You know, it's not like it's a disability, right? It's not like it's uh, like you lost a leg or it's not like you were born that way. We can't change disabilities. That's why they call it disabilities. But the reason why a lot of people are hesitant to classify overweight as an obese disability is because you can change it. Over time, you can change that. And the idea that we can't, the idea that dieting will make us gain more weight so that we just give up the things that I've seen on Reddit, the idea, these, these false narratives that being healthy is going to be bad for us in the long run for our, our precious mental health is, I think it's harmful. I do think it's harmful. I think that there are a lot 100%. when it comes to haze and fat acceptance and fat activism. Um, side note, don't like that you guys call yourselves fat activists because clearly none of you guys are active. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I make horrible jokes. I had to say it. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. But anyways, I, I don't like the half truths that are said, right? So the biggest half truth in the fat activist movement is that 95% of diets don't work and that people regain the weight or gain more than they lost originally. And this is a large half truth. This is something that is very, very dangerous. And it, it irks me every time I hear it. And the biggest problem that I have with this, A, this very false narrative, is that people don't even do their own research anymore. I hate that people just regurgitate this one phrase. This one, 95% of diets don't work. If you go into Reddit and you type in fat acceptance or r slash fat logic, you will see that that phrase over and over and over again. It's almost like it's a rehearsed yep. phrase. As someone who's worked in a call center before, rehearsed phrases irk me. It's the reason why it's a half truth is because, yes, diets don't work, right? Crash diets don't work. You see, you left out the word crash. Sustainable living and moderate exercise over time does work. It does that is exactly it. I am very, very, very happy this woman said this. Very happy because here's the reality. 
Diets work exactly how they're fucking supposed to work. A diet, a temporary decrease. By the way, Awesome Sauce wanted to say hi. Say hello, everybody. Say hello. Mm, I love her so much. Wicko. <laughs> but diets do work. Diets literally, and I mean fucking literally, work exactly how they're fucking supposed to. Diets are a temporary decrease in your caloric intake and a temporary increase in your caloric expenditure, and they produce a temporary result. If you want a permanent result, you should eat in the same way that you fucking lost the weight, got to the weight, and maintained the weight for a little while. The very fucking second that you fucking go back to your old habits, the diet didn't fail, you fucking did. That, I mean, it is fucking ridiculous that people's diets fail. 95% of diets fail. No, you just have no fucking understanding that you cannot fucking go back to your old gluttonous habits and somehow fucking keep the fucking weight off. If you go from eating a pizza every fucking day, plus chocolate milk and whatever, the fucking soda, all that fucking shit. If you go from eating that all day, every fucking day, and then you go to eating chicken breast, steak, broccoli, and fucking sweet potatoes, and you lose 150 fucking pounds, and then all of a sudden go back to eating pizza and fucking Pepsi and shit like that every single day, you're going to gain the fucking weight back. And if you don't understand that, you are maybe need to fucking get a cognitive test because it sounds like you're stupid as fuck. It's, I mean, it's just insane. Insane, insane. Notice how she doesn't even give a shit. She's used to me yelling all the fucking time. She's fucking purring and about to fall asleep. Yeah, take it from someone who has tried multiple diets. I've told you guys what is and is not working for me in a recent video that I made right over here. I believe it here. And what I've learned after studying myself and studying my lifestyle for the better part of this pandemic is that crash dieting just leads to nothing. You end up back at square one. And what has made the most sense for me, what's been the most pragmatic thing for me and the most cost effective thing for me, since we want to complain about the cost of healthy food, um, what's made the most sense for me is simply laying low, eating what I would normally eat, but decreasing the portions. And, you know, I have more on that later, but, you know, and swapping out. That is awesome. And by the way, if you are, if you end up watching this, uh, please do feel free to reach out to me. I used your video, so the least I can do is offer you a consultation on me. So um, if you do end up watching this, uh, please do, uh, Alana, Alana Melissa, please do. In fact, I might even send her send her a message someplace uh, to give her a free consultation for this because I'm using her video uh, and I'm very fucking pleased I am. Out certain things, you know, telling yourself, maybe I don't need a sleeve of Oreos. Maybe I just need two, three Oreos, some water, and I need to go back to fucking bed. You know, like things like that are a lot more helpful than telling someone that they need to go on keto or they need to uh, shove a bunch of kale down their throats. That's unsustainable. I full on believe that keto and other crash diets and other you know intensely restrictive diets, including veganism, is unsustainable. I think they're unnecessarily expensive and I think it just makes more sense to eat a balanced diet. They don't- I would, I would agree with that to a certain degree. I, I'm, nobody can tell me that eating whole foods is more, is more expensive. I mean, uh, just because if you cook your own food and eat your own and eat, your, eat the food you cook, it is less expensive in the long run because you end up ingesting less calories anyway. And even though it might cost more per uh, calorie, it actually ends up costing less in total because you eat less. However, um, uh, I, I must say this, I do agree with her that the problem is that they're not sustainable to a great great degree. Uh, please don't include veganism on your, on your list of diets. I'll include whatever the fuck I want. Many people use veganism as a diet. Blame those people. I don't, uh, fucking people. Fucking the vegan thing. People use veganism as a fucking... Like, if you don't believe me, go over to Lizzo's content 
when people say she's unhealthy and they're say, they all say, well, she's vegan because people think it's actually healthier. I understand what you're saying, like in the comments section here, where you're trying to say that fucking uh, veganism, vegan, veganism is about the animals and blah, 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 whatever. I fucking personally think we were meant to fucking eat meat and flesh because that's fucking why we have incisors and shit like that. That's why our body processes this shit. But, um, you went down? Okay. But the, the, but I agree with her when it comes to this. Most, for most people, it's not sustainable because eating keto is very restrictive. Now I fucking eat something sweet. Like when keto doesn't even include like sweet potatoes and shit like that for many people's type of keto. I think that like having a very real relationship with food is important. I do think, uh, I do absolutely think that people should stay away from ultra processed foods, treat ultra processed foods, things with flour, things with processed sugar, treat them as if they were a nothing but a treat. They are not for your health. Bread is not healthy for you. Bread is a vessel made of ultra processed carbohydrates that you put food on. It is not fucking actual food. You know, it is an ultra processed carbohydrate that is ultra palatable and people tend to binge on. Anything with sugar, same thing. And I agree with that too. They're all sustainable, but just not for everybody. I would say not for the mo for most people. They're not sustainable. I, I would I would say for most people. So. Tell you that when you go through these fat activist communities, they don't tell you to just eat a balanced diet nope. and move. That's it. And I, the fact that it took me like 26, 25 years to learn that is crazy in and of itself. But thank God I learned it now instead of when I'm like 40, you know, thank God I learned it now when I'm still at a weight where I am mobile, where I'm at a weight where I can go to the gym, where I don't have to worry about not fitting on a roller coaster, you. Or not fitting on an airplane seat or breaking a chair. I don't have to look for a special seating. I don't have to do all of that yet. It is, it's such a half truth. Like the, the way that they spew this is dangerous. Now to tie it back to the racism, a lot of fat activists will tell you that this movement. Okay. We're going to do the agendas because I do believe after this. She has a section, I, and I highly encourage all of you to go watch this. But one, we're going to run out of time. But two, I believe that there's, uh, um, uh, we're going to do the agendas. We're going to skip the For the Blacks because I'm not black. Uh, and challenging at the fat acceptance and future closings. We'll do that too. Okay. All right. Good was created for fat women of color. And I take a large issue with that. For one, um, leave black people, leave black women especially, out of your agendas. This is not just for um, Hayes. This is for a lot of movements that I see online. Leave black people out of your agendas. I'm dead ass. Like, we just want to exist. We just want to exist without being tied to our race half the time. But the fact that people, especially, like, overly liberal, middle-class white people who just don't want to get up and exercise would use black people for their movement. And I think this is, I almost think this is worse than someone who was blatantly racist. I think that underhanded racism is worse than blatant racism. Like I'm Exactly. I can say that shit all the time. I say that shit all the time. I would absolutely, and I mean absolutely, prefer somebody be a complete fuckhead right to my face. I can decide what they fucking want to do. If you're going to fucking be a racist motherfucker, say the words. Say the fucking words. D fucking show me. Show me how you're fucking stupid and racist. If you're going to be homophobic, show me how you're stupid and homophobic. If you are going to be prejudiced against people, say what's on your mind. I challenge anybody to find anything that I've said is overtly racist. I mean, do I, do I acknowledge differences between people and cultures? Of course, because I'm not a fuckhead that's going to societally lie. But holy fuck, it, it is insane to me. And I mean, absolutely fucking insane to me that people will lie to each other's faces for the sake of political correctness 
and then they, and they know you're lying and then say stupid shit. The fat acceptance community is racist. Hayes is fucking racist. They, they're co-opting the plight of black women. It is racist to do so. It is the same thing like, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. What the fuck? That's racist as fuck. That, that, assumes a, a, that assumes a behavior for somebody based on their fucking skin color. That's insane. It's fucking, that is racist as fuck. How can people not see that shit? Rather you tell me to my face you don't like black people, then you sit here and try to put me in the forefront of your movement, something that is only benefiting you. Because at the end of the day, right, these people that you see on Reddit and Tumblr and Instagram and stuff that have all these programs teaching you how to love yourself and how to basically ignore all of your health signs and all of your bodily signs, these people are profiting from your pain. They're profiting from your insecurities and they're profiting from giving you a false sense of hope. And that is something that I cannot agree with. And I will not sit by and just let my black women be misled and led astray. Notice how the voices for this movement are mostly white and non-black women. People yep. of color, my ass. When you say people of color, you just mean black people. You think that you're going to virtue signal by putting black people at the forefront of your movement. And when we are the ones who are impacted the most by obesity, yo, you, you must be out your fucking mind. You must be out of your mind. Like, it's, yep. it's irritating to see this. And I don't know where... Just real quick, thank you. Uh, hi, Alan. I, ident I identify as non-binary, and I agree about... Uh, this woman uh, says about Hayes, I work and eat healthy to keep myself healthy as long as I can and thrive, advocate for my community and stick to stick, uh, stick it to the bigots. Okay. I don't know why you felt like it. Do, that's the only thing I don't understand. If you identify as non-binary, that's cool. Tell people, but I don't understand why people have to like announce themselves. Like I'm Alan Roberts. I identify as a man. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's fucking fine. Now I'm not knocking you. That's fine. I just don't understand. Like there's just, I saw this thing earlier today where people are like, well, we should just all start. Like, it's common courtesy to announce your pronouns. My pronouns my pronouns are super saiyan that's my fucking pronouns from now on super saiyan but those are my pronouns but i mean and, and this is no shit that's not meant as a mark against you i hope I, I hope you lead a happy healthy life and if i can ever help you in any way please do we coach anybody i don't give that's that like what you identify as does not affect me in any way just like it should not affect other people that should not necessarily bother other people how other people view you shouldn't bother you that's why I don't understand the announcement of it. Like the announcement of things like that, I don't get because you are saying, you are telling other people what they should think of you when in fact you should not give a fuck what other people think of you. Does that make sense? Like if you care so much that you need to announce what you identify as to other people, I don't understand why you should not give a fuck. If you are confident in yourself and know what you know, what you want, you should not in any way worry about what other fucking people, uh, think of you you know and that that's fucking I, I i that's just my thoughts on that so here we go where we got off saying that all of this is part of the medical industry and stuff like that and they just want to get you they just want to sell diet culture to you diet culture you don't have to be in diet culture leave that shit alone you don't have to join diet culture like i said don't you need long flowing blonde lock for that to be super saiyan no i just identified that it as it why, why would i need why would i why would i need why would i need that's, that's not how that works, apparently. I just identified as it. Before, eat a balanced fucking diet. Eat a balanced diet. So you're sitting here trying to defend your, your right to eat whatever the fuck you want. That's cool. Do that on your own time, okay? Be immobile and die on your own time. Leave black people out of this. To say that it's made for fat women of color, like body positivity makes no fucking sense to me. And this movement has gone way far left. Um, this is giving me very much third wave feminism and I want off this ride. I hate it. Like, I hate to see it. I really hate She's it. amazing. The fact that people like Tess Holliday and Virgie Tableau and Reagan Chastain, they sit online and they, they spew all of this false rhetoric. And motherfucking Lindo Bacon, like the goddamn leader of their movement, spew all of these half-truths and they give false equivalencies. It irks me. Another big false... 
Uh, let's see. I only pointed out as uh, Hayes is big in the LGBT community, community and I think it's uh, tr- not. They're not big in the LGBT community. You know what they are? They 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 hijack that shit too. Uh, there are plenty of gay people in the LGBTQ community that want nothing to do with the fat acceptance community. They want nothing to do with the fucking bullshit of the fucking uh, of the actual corporate LGBT community. They just want to live their motherfucking lives. I mean, the, this like like the Florida thing, the don't don't say gay bill. This is no shit. Crystal and I often go to this country line dancing bar in downtown, the downtown of where we're at, right? Oftentimes go there to listen to country music, watch the line dancing, have a good time, everything like that, maybe even have a drink, right? The back to, the, it is connected to a drag queen bingo place. There is pride events all the fucking time downtown in Florida. People fucking try to hijack all these movements when this, these things are not a fucking issue most of the fucking time. We have been dealing with LGBTQ rights for a long fucking time. But my gener- my generation had people like Elton John, Queen, like I mean, like uh, like many of the fucking famous musicians of our time were in fact in the LGBTQ community. We all knew it, we all accepted them, and we bought their music anyway. We we fucking went to their fucking uh, went to their concerts because we did not give a fuck. It is so inconsequential to the average person who somebody else wants to sleep with or identify as. It is so inconsequential that the problem with this and the fat acceptance community and all these things is that they are tools to divide people instead of us bringing us together. You do you. I, I say that all the time. You do you. I, like, I, I get people send me videos about like this person said that about you, this about you, this person said that about you. I do not give a fuck. What people think of me is none of my fucking business. None. If they want to approach me about something I have said, Fucking great. If they want to approach me about something that I have done, fucking great. I normally will either say, well, that was fucked up of me, or I will be able to explain my actions, my words, my thoughts, because I believe in what I fucking do. Therefore, what they think about the negative fucking aspect of what I do or what I said or anything like that, I don't give a fuck if it hurts their feelings because I feel confident myself. The announcement does not need to be there. I do not need everybody to fucking agree with me. I think most people should when it comes to fucking obesity and everything like that because I've done my fucking research. But instead of hijack of letting these people hijack issues such as BLM, such as black people, such as racism, such as homophobia, such as LBTQ, these people are trying to hijack your movements, your movements of who you want to sleep with, who you want to love, your skin color, your plight, your fucking other stuff to try to make it so they can glutton themselves. That is the only thing to, for you to even say, like I, you said that because they are most of the times associated with it would be like this woman saying like, well, I'm black and I don't like this. That's not, it's the problem is you should, it should fucking upset you that they fucking associate it with that too. That's the issue. Like the fat acceptance community is a fucking death cult. They are a fucking death cult. The problem is that they know they're a death cult because reality fucking exists. They're dropping over dead left and fucking right lately. The actual issue, they know that they're a death cult, so they have to appropriate other people's plights. They have to appropriate homophobia. They have to appropriate racism. They have to appropriate the entire LGBTQ community. They all have to fucking stand with fucking Ukraine. They all have to fucking stand with BLM. They're going to do everything they fucking can to stick with what the fucking mainstream narrative is popular right now because their own merits of you can be 300 pounds and healthy do not stand up to them not being able to fucking stand up well. That's the fucking issue. They are not going to ever be able to stand on their own two feet. They are going to try to actually hijack legitimate fucking issues 
to make it so they can then fucking attach themselves to it and say, well, if you think I'm fat, you must be homophobic. And if you think I'm fat, you must be transphobic. And if you think I'm fat, you must be racist. And if you think I'm fat, this, 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 ist, phobia, all that bullshit, because they can't stand on their own because you know why? Being fat is in fact fucking bad for you. Being fat is a fucking drain on society. Being fat is in fact a burden on our fucking society. It is dangerous for society. It's dangerous for the individual. It is dangerous for fucking people that are, if you get into a car accident and you go to a fucking hospital and you have to stay there for a long time, do you know what 80 to 90% of the people in that hospital are going to be there for taking up beds, including ICU beds? They're going to be there for lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses, such as being fat as fuck and the illnesses that lead to it, that, that, that come from it. That is why they're going to be there. Being obese is a burden on society. And this community that is trying to, that not trying to, they have normalized it. This community that has normalized being obese and has made it so obese people, especially obese women, are a fucking protected class that in any way... If you fucking try to say anything negative about them is somehow damaging microaggressions. Oh my God, you must be some sort of phobic. You are fat phobic and fat phobia, by the way, fat phobia, by the way, is born from racism and homophobia and this phobia and that phobia. And you are this, 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 this. That's the fucking issue. They are taking the plights that are actual real. Racism is a real fucking thing that we should always just fucking have in the forefront of our mind to fucking see so it does not actually sneak up on us. Fucking political correctness is why we're able to be here. Political correctness is the fucking issue because it is systemic institutionalized lying. And once they're able to lie about this shit and they're able to hold people accountable for fucking making sure that people are not allowed to fucking say anything against anybody else because that is somehow socially illegal. It's not even illegal. It's just socially illegal. When they do that, the penalty is that they will call you a racist. They will call you a this. They will call you that. They'll call you a conspiracy theorist. They will call you everything they fucking can to shut you the fuck up. You know why? Because they know you're true. They know you're right. They know that being fat as fuck is indeed bad for you. That's the fucking issue. False equivalency is smoking, right? They'll say, oh, well, nobody has a problem with smoking, but we have a problem with that. I have a big problem with smoking. Yep. Okay, I don't want your smelly-ass cigarette smoke in my face. I don't want it in my exactly. hair. I actually don't allow smoking in my yard, and I have told people that they need to leave my yard if they smoke. I refuse to drop off coworkers that smoke because I don't want my car smell like smoke. And that is my personal life choice, just like it's your personal life choice to sit down and smoke cigarettes. And therefore, I don't have to be around that. So if someone is telling you that you don't have to actually be fat, like you don't have to put up with this stuff, and we're not saying that you owe us skinniness, right? Like, I don't believe I owe the world skinniness. I don't even believe I owe myself skinniness. I owe myself health. I owe myself yep. a high quality of life. Boom. If being thin comes with that, then that's fine. Boom, 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 you know, boom, boom, but boom, I owe boom. myself the best chance that I have to go and live a quality life and to tell people to give up, to tell people that diets don't work, to tell people that, you know, these half truths and these false equivalencies, to tell people, oh, well, you can't change your shoe size, so you can't change your body weight, and to make up words like set points, you must be out of your mind. You must be. And then to put black women at the forefront of all of this, you're racist. You are complicit in our destruction. Boom. It is racist. Like I said before, yes. a, a group of people oh, yeah. are the most impacted by something negatively. And to front as if the movement was made for them to say, this is for you. Shame on you. Like, literally shame on you. I'm going to talk to black people now. Hey, guys. So, okay. We're going um, to go past that We have a serious discussion about how we hang in. I do suggest I would like to see someone watching. from HAES uh, refute this. I would like to see you try your best. But um, at what point are you going to stop ignoring actual science? I don't understand how the doctors don't know anything about 
diet, but they know enough to give you procedures. Like, I'm, I'm just very confused. So you're telling me thousands of years of research and thousands of years of knowing the human body and it's all wrong because you don't want to get up and move. I just can't accept it. And I can't let, I can't idly sit by and let other black women, especially fall prey to this. Now, the reason why I don't talk about men a lot in this video is because unfortunately men have been locked out of the body positivity movement. Um, or maybe it is fortunate for them because men tend to just do what they have to do most of the time. And if they don't, they kind of just take that and they, you know, they are responsible for their actions. Women, for some reason, the women in these movements have managed to blame everyone but them for their own weight. Um, a lot of the logic, if you look at these fat logic posts, they don't make sense. If you look at these fat logic posts, you can tell that they go in circles about things that do not make sense. How is it that you have all of these body issues? I've seen so many complaints on Reddit about, oh, my ankle hurts, oh, my body hurts, but it can't be because of my weight. So everything <laughs> else can affect you, but your weight, that makes no Exactly, exactly. It, it's delusion. It's, it's this delusion that they're fucking in. It's, it's amazing how delusional they fucking get. Like, I went to the doctor for some very legitimate issues, but all they want to do is talk about my weight. You're 400 fucking pounds. That's the first thing the doctor should say. Holy shit, you need to lose fucking weight. If you are a morbidly obese person and you walk into a doctor's office and walk out of the doctor's office without them discussing your weight with you, find a new fucking doctor because that doctor is absolutely negligent as you are indeed fat as fuck and it is bad for you and they're supposed to watch out for your health. No sense. All of the half-truths that are spread, we are damaging generations. On a final note, um, and this is not just about black people, this is about um, Americans in general, childhood obesity is on a sharp rise and Ooh. it's getting very dangerous. It's something that I wasn't paying attention to for years now, but the Excellent. more I take my nephews out and I play with them and I exercise alongside them in the park, the more I'm starting to see that the majority of children around me are either overweight or obese. And it is extremely alarming. When I was a kid, I was one of the only chubby kids. I've always been chubby since childhood. And mm -hmm. I was one of the only chubby kids. Um, to the point where my police use against that's the point, that's the point. Now, I'm probably seeing, I want to say about like one in every three children that I see in my local yep. playground are either overweight or obese. Some of them are very obese, actually. I've seen some of them wearing adult-sized clothing. Um, and I'm talking about eight and nine-year-olds, six and seven-year-olds, um, you know, way past 100 pounds, way past 150. And it's Crazy. very alarming, you know? And I think we, black, white, everyone included, we need to give our children a fighting chance. We do. Absolutely. If you're watching this, um, based on the demographics of my video, you are most likely a millennial or a Generation X. If you're anything outside, welcome. But we need to give our children a fighting chance. Absolutely. There are reports Absolutely. that She's say that goosebumps. we may be the first generation that dies before our parents do. And Absolutely. I don't wanna, I'm not crying, I swear to God. I don't want to live in a world like that. Um, I just don't. I don't like the idea of going before my parents. I don't like the idea of parents having to bury their children. Um, I think I it's agree. very tragic. I think it's very traumatic. And I... I want better for my people. I want better for the world, better for women in general and men too. You know, I want better for the world. And I don't think that Hayes is doing what it thinks it's doing. I think they believe they're promoting positivity, but they're basically helping to destabilize different communities. Boom. Oh my and God. It's not supposed to be political, but it has just become political where you're starting to affect people's livelihoods. Um, keep in mind that people who are overweight or obese are less likely to have high paying jobs. Um, they're more likely to live in low income neighborhoods. They're more likely to be affected by, you know, areas that have high crime rates and, there's, there's a slew of problems that come with being overweight or obese. Um, it's not that they are the cause of these problems, but they definitely aid in it. And so the logic, the, the reason why, you know, my pragmatic mind is heading to the question of, well, if it is correlated, why would I let that aid in whatever issues that I'm having, right? As in, if I, if I get to my goal weight, I will most likely still have PCOS. There's no cure for PCOS. But if my weight makes it worse, if my weight makes it harder for me to conceive a child, and I know I definitely want children, why would I hold on to weight that may help make that a bigger problem? Absolutely. It just doesn't make sense. So to round this video up, Hayes is racist. They tell half-truths. The voices of Hayes are middle-class white women who, by the way, feed into every other beauty standard, like getting yep. lip injections, doing their hair, doing their makeup. Yes, they do. Nice outfits. Um, but for some reason, 
keeping a moderate body weight is just too damn much for them. And um, yeah, that's, that's the basic wrap up. Black people are at a higher risk of obesity related diseases than their white and non-black counterparts. And Hayes is complicit in the destruction of black communities. That is the majority of this post. I will leave links to other wow. videos and I will leave screenshots. Um, hopefully, I've, hopefully editing me has left the screenshots that I need to leave. And that is about it. I hope this video found you guys well. I'm sorry for the length of the video. Young lady, you don't need to be sorry for anything. I will, I guarantee you, I will be sending this woman an email and whatever to see if I can get, her, I'll give her a consultation to see if I can possibly help her in any way. I'm going to put her channel back, uh, channel again. If you just went through this video, please do me a favor. Go follow this woman. Go follow her channel. Um, I have, That's the only video I've seen of her so far. I will watch others. I guarantee it. Um, I just, I, that's amazing. Uh, we need way more conversations like that. Way more. We need way, way more conversations about the reality of being obese and how the fat acceptance community is in fact racist in of itself. It is a racist organization that is literally, not only just racist, but it fucking steals the plate of other people. I mean, I, as I've discussed earlier, I'm probably going to take that little snippet that I fucking went off and went Super Saiyan on. Again, my pronouns are Super Saiyan. Um, uh, I'm probably going to you know, republish that uh, later today, but that was fucking amazing. That that was absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, I, 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 my hat's off to her. Uh, I've... I, 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 may, I, I find it funny, like somebody just said, she's the voice that's been missing from the, con the consp conspicuously missing from the conversation. I find it amazing that that was not, that this video wasn't even spoken about. I don't know who sent me her video, but whoever did, thank you very fucking much. Uh, please send me stuff like that. I want everybody, I want to encourage all of you to listen to things that, you, that may upset you. Listen to them, understand them, try to think about these things, try to understand what the person is saying. We are not going to cure our problems in society by staying dug in. We have to have conversations. It is okay if you disagree with me. I do not give a fuck. That does not affect me. I believe what I believe because of, this, of, of my real world uh, uh, experiences, the life I've led, who I am, and the research I've done. I continually, and I mean continually, try to increase my realm of knowledge. I have read more about supplementation and th in the last two years than I have ever read before. I was not that for supplements. I am extremely for supplements now because I realize that natural supplementation is in fact better for us likely than the fucking healthcare industry. I mean, people could say, well, they, they this and that, the other thing, the healthcare industry like kills like 450,000 people a fucking year by mistakes. You don't see people dying of creatine. You know, I mean, like people that can keep their weight down, people can be healthy, avoid fucking having to go to what is a massive cause of death, which is the healthcare system. I have learned this because I opened my mind to what Mark had to say. Mark has learned about obesity because of what I have had to say. Him and I have come to, uh, you know, come to like read stuff on inflammation that we are going to try to help people with, the, with other products that come up from ambrosia and the no morbidity line. Like the idea, the idea behind all of this is that to grow as fucking people, you do not know everything. I do not know everything. And if somebody thinks you're a fuckhead, guess what? They just think you're a fuckhead. It does not actually fucking affect you. It does not. And if you don't like what somebody says and you want to destroy their life for it, you better have fucking reason. I don't understand how it negatively affects you if somebody does not want to fucking use your pronouns, that's on them. 
You can think whatever you want about them. They don't need to be fucking, you don't need to try to get them fired from their fucking job. If somebody does not want to fucking date fat people, they are not some sort of phobic. If somebody is, you know, you know, I love, I used to love old timey racist motherfuckers. You know why? Because you knew they were racist and I would just avoid their asses. You know who I don't like? This is a fucking true story. Crystal and I met when I, when I lived in South Carolina, we, we, we both lived there. We met, fell in love. Uh, and down in, down in the, the dirty South in the early 2000s, people still used the fucking words of racism often. And it was awesome. You know why? Because then you just avoided them. Then you just knew not to fucking be around them. Then we moved back to Pittsburgh where I moved. We moved to Pittsburgh. I moved back to Pittsburgh. We moved to Pittsburgh for about seven years. And I found people to be just as fucking racist, if not more racist. And I think they were more racist because they hid their racism behind code words and shit like that. So they were actually more racist because they were able to hide that shit and it fucking propagated. Just because they don't use the words does not mean that they didn't have the fucking bias and hate in their fucking heart or ignorance in their fucking minds. Not saying the words, not having freedom of speech, not have, you know, hiding behind political correctness like we need, is, we need us needing to lie to each other. That's hurting society. So I suggest to all of you, please go subscribe to this young lady's channel. Please do do whatever you can to support her. Listen to her other stuff. I am not saying I co-sign everything she's saying because, again, I don't know what all she's fucking saying. Uh, I am just going to clearly say that I fucking love this video. I wanted to say we are running our coaching specials. This is our live coaching special for you right now. This is a 30-minute consultation. Uh, you can also get that shit too. I don't have a whole bunch of fucking time to talk to a bunch of people because I've got tons of work I got to get done today. I got to film some videos. I got to do some other shit. I got to do some fucking writing. Uh, Crystal's actually editing some of my writing right fucking now. So I need, I need to actually get, get a second workout in the day. All sorts of shit, and I need to eat because I, even though I am not hungry at all, because I am on no morbidity, and I am on Ember, I'm on what's called the Beyond Willpower Stack, which we'll be announcing also soon. Um, I do need to make sure that I nourish my body. Uh, I have just given myself the tools I need through no morbidity of being able to sit back and decide what I'm going to eat versus being a slave to my hunger. And that is why I hope for all of you when it comes out very, very soon. I'm hopefully be announcing the release date within the next, I don't know. Uh, a couple days because we're just waiting to hear, hear about something, uh, hear about our shipment coming through. So I hope all of you have a great fucking day. I'm sorry I didn't get any questions today. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., we are talking with uh, Chikira, uh, Chikara uh, Transformations, uh, and we're going to be talking about YouTube fitness and other YouTube people. So I hope you do join us then. And uh, I just, just did want to say this one time for April Lauren, if you are out there, you can join us on this conversation because I'm sure you'll be part of it. I'm sure you will be discussed. So I did want to say that you can reach out. You can even join us uh, live in the comments and say you're here and I will fucking send you the link for you to fucking join. And then you can fucking join us and have your say if you would like to actually retort back from anything, any critique or any suggestions we have. So that is what I would like to say to everybody. I hope everybody has a great fucking day. God damn.